0: All right, You want to do the
1: song or what? no such thing as no art. No, such thing as No, No, Hello, hello, this is Ross Huff, and welcome to No Such Thing As Art. I'm here with that other entity, Tommy. Hello. Hello. And uh, we're here actually giving you a live podcast.
0: Well, not live, but on location.
1: On location, I suppose, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, on location podcast at uh, The Body Shop. Yeah, it's really cool
0: to be able to come down here and, like, uh, kind of explore the community more and start doing more locations like we talked about.
1: Yeah, I I just think it's uh, it's something that we we're capable of doing. So why not?
0: And it's a cool setting to sit and talk about cool shit. You know. Yep.
1: So if you if you hear differences in like the the rooms and stuff, it's cool. Like when Flushman had a little bit of that echo. Yeah. You could kind of hear from the, from being there and here. I think it's going to be a little more sound dampened just because it's nice and carpeted and everything
0: it's way cooler than my basement yeah
1: definitely (laughs) um i uh i really like the painless tattoo remover that's on the wall as well yeah uh it's a saw for those of you because you can't see
0: not just any saw it's how many feet you think
1: that is i'd say it's a three footer maybe four that's gonna be like a five footer (laughs) you think a five footer yeah. Uh, the more I look at From it. From like nineteen twelve? Yeah. <laughs> you cut big sequoia trees down. How many, how many teeth per uh per inch do you think that is four? four?
0: I'm not a good judge <laughs> of inches though. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if uh if you're looking for tattoo shops this is a cool spot come down and check out. There's a ton of art on the walls. They house uh one of my original tattoo artists who owns it and uh and our guest today, which is pretty sweet, so
2: who is our guest uh my name's Adrian valdez i've uh, originally from Pueblo, Colorado. I've been in the valley since two thousand six been tattooing for twenty years, and I've been with Dave for about a good nine to eleven years oh yeah
1: i I like uh when we first started doing this um Tommy would have a guest on that he would suggest or whatever, and then it'd come time to introduce a person, and I would never really take the time to like, write down no, or anything. all of a sudden, like, we'd, we'd be like going, and it's like, and then we have uh, Yeah, right. Who, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> so we have a few episodes that are like that. And it sounds so funny. Now we've agreed whoever the, whoever the guest is it's on, whoever is correlated with them. But sometimes we have people on that neither one of us really we got connected with together. Yeah, that's happening more and more. Uh the more you guys uh listeners are tuning in and reaching out to do things, that's really cool. Uh we wanna continue to encourage that. Uh speaking of encouraging things <laughs> speaking of Sean, fuck that guy. He's he's been uh <laughs> Yeah. He'll be he'll be already came and gone by the time this episode comes out. That'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. That's, that's weird. Sean, if you're listening,
0: fuck you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> fuck you. You're never gonna be on the podcast.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, so unless you crawl, nice, nice. I won't be there.
1: You should be able to do. Dare it. you? Dare you? <laughs> um,
0: wolf, wolf. Hey, um, shit. That's shit. A good question for you. I totally
1: forgot. <laughs> for me? Yeah. All right. Well, while you're thinking about it, I'm gonna dive into this lion's tail brewing, double-barreled buffalo trays, bourbon trail.
0: That's a lot of words. I know. This thing is bold, beyond bold.
1: Is it? Yeah. I, I, I. Tommy's already opened his up. I'm gonna open mine right now. It was crisp. It was pretty darn crisp. I'm pretty yeah, you know, this one. is a,
0: the first drink on this one, dude. It punched me right in the face. <laughs> It's twelve percent alcohol. Yeah, twelve ounces. Uh, the second one uh, finished off a lot smoother than the first drink. It had more of a coffee, caramely. I get coffee finish to it for yep. sure, uh, and and so it wasn't wasn't as much as the uh, first one hit you with the bourbon. So I don't know. I can the first taste drink, the I was like, "Whoa!" The second one, I'm like, "Hey, that's not bad."
1: Yeah, yep. I I gave it a sniff at first, and I could smell smell definitely the wood, the wood kind of toasted smell there, and then uh, tasting it definitely got, um, right away.
0: Aged successfully in two Buffalo Trace bourbon barrels, for even more rich
1: barrel character. Yeah, but I definitely get the coffee notes off of there. Yeah. Bro. Like that was uh, that was what I was searching a for.
0: A pleasant come down on that.
1: Well, I, you know, I never was one that really liked my, uh, coffee, like tasting beer. I remember when I first started getting into it and stuff. Just definitely wasn't my jam at first. And the more and more I'm getting into coffee and getting into darker, darker stouts. brewed stouts and stuff, I'm that that coffee taste comes out, and it's actually it's not bad. That um, lactose, like you can tell, that's been added. Uh, to some of this stuff too, definitely stands out with a milkier taste to some of it. So, yeah, I I have the chance to actually start a brew. By the time this comes out, it should be done. Um, so we'll be able to test it on one of our one of our recordings.
0: Oh, um, you've been down to Basil's, you know they have a huge menu of beers that changes regularly. Yeah, yep. And uh, I go over there quite often, and my friend that I go with. Uh, regularly we've started making our own beer names
1: oh they good for that so
0: we got you know the cheddar cheeseburger stout
1: that's right <laughs> <Cheddar cheeseburger. laughs> like there's you know
0: yeah Or like
1: the t-bone porter t-bone porter <laughs> you know like yeah this is a meal in a fucking can <laughs> well you always
0: get they're just getting more and more ridiculous you know yeah like yeah the Kringle milk stout and uh i don't know about ridiculous but i mean some of them are like you know, like nineteenth-century fresh pastry puffed
1: out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have a cinnamon toast like crunch type. That's uh, yeah, from barrel forty-one. That I do man. It's actually pretty good. Like if you if I'm you had uh, like a cinnamon cinnamon toast. taken a lot of
0: work to get me this far, so yeah, remain <laughs> on that skepticism. <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, what brought you to Wisconsin?
2: Uh, well. Growing up in Colorado, my sister, my older sister, and my brother-in-law, he went to college um, for auto mechanic certification. He got a job with Daimler Chrysler in lower Michigan. That time I was in high school, and it was about the time I was getting ready to graduate. So my sister told me to come visit, and she pretty much knew what she was doing. Like Yeah. So I went back to Colorado, graduated, and as soon as I, like, two days after graduating, dude, I was gone. Nice. I've been out in the Midwest since 05, and you? in Wisconsin since 06, and I've been here since then, man. I've not looked back. Um, when, so what it, got me into tattooing and everything was, uh, I was into graffiti. Like oh, word, Really yeah. big. Um, I always got in trouble for the shit. Yeah. Never never had good luck with it.
0: Man, it's always been undersold as uh, a form of art, you know?
2: Right, yeah. I mean, you go back to the history of graffiti and everything and, like, the people just putting up their name with, like, the street that they lived on. And, you could, yeah. you know, you could go down a whole block in New York and be like, that kid went down that block all day today. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? right. And having your stuff on walls and, uh, you know, getting the exposure and... Letting other graph artists know what you're doing and what what you're getting up, kind of transitioned into tattooing. Only this form of art doesn't get buffed. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like it stays permanent. Yeah, so right. That's definitely what drew me towards tattooing was the permanent aspect of it. Oh yeah. Not worrying about my art being taken off of a wall the next day or two. Yeah, right. After risking my life to put it up that's so. legit
0: man um when did you start getting into it
2: uh started well i got into graffiti like in sixth grade and then along with graffiti came like the tattooing culture and everything yeah sure. and i got into started focusing on tattooing and everything about eighth grade and ninth grade really started studying it one of the guys that was in our graffiti crew um opened up his own tattoo shop oh, so wow. we were hanging out there Dude, all that's the time. cool that's
0: cool to have uh exposure to it at, at such an early age yeah
2: know? i mean i mean i had ex- exposure to it earlier but that yeah. was like straight like through the hood like in the barrio yeah, like, yeah sure you know gangsters getting homemade gems yeah this was more of like the professional aspect and like the possibilities that could be done with tattooing and yeah i mean i was just this fuel-driven kid with a rocket tank full of gas, man, ready to go. Hell yeah, dude. It's pretty much kind of been like that ever since, you know.
0: That's what's up. That's awesome.
2: And it's cool to have that
1: back on. I always thought it was cool. Like I'm sure this is something you did too. Was take those, uh, um, the post office stickers that you could get and stuff, and always sit and like have a pile of those when you were sitting around just doodling on them. I I went by for when I first went did it. I went with G Fox. So a G F O X, yeah, uh, for Gray Fox. That was through uh, Middle Year Solid. I don't know why I thought that was cool, but like, yes, yeah, st- yep. And uh, I was like, you know, I because everything else was such a like sharp lines, yeah. but I ended up going with Diz D I Z, and I was able to mess a little more with that with the swoops and stuff of the D, making the Z. The Z had the hard lines too, but it still wasn't such a the full word wasn't as hard yeah like and diz was short for disaster that was a D D I Z. yeah
2: graffiti is one of those things (laughs) that like letter structure plays a lot in the name you choose and everything um when i was into graffiti at my prime of graffiti i was writing chemist k-e-m-i-s-t yeah and then at the when I got into tattooing, everything that I did, people would be like, "Dude, you rocked that, rock, you rocked that." So I started writing, "I rock," I R O K. Yeah. And uh, the structure of those letters just buttered, dude. It yeah. was
1: perfect. I was gonna say those are good letters. Yeah. so
0: It's really interesting too to um, to like get a look inside of the of that world, you yep. know, and um, where what does carry value and how that translates and. Yeah. into what you know what uh an everyday person sees on the street
1: well and like you say it's scary man when you're doing it too because it's not really looked at as like people don't really enjoy what you're doing yeah you know, like not everybody yeah and so like making a piece like going underneath uh a bridge and doing something under there um where you had a little bit more leeway because you were hidden underneath the bridge and all that mm-hmm. and it might last a little bit longer but like you said like you'd go back and if like i had a piece i did i'd Spent a lot of time on it. Like a few days later, it was gone. It was like completely whitewashed out, and it kind of it sucked. Cause like at that time, you didn't really have cell phones and stuff like too <coughs> readily available. We well, did, but like I don't know. I never really took pictures with it. Yeah. Like I, you know what I mean? Like I, I now I think about it. I had my cell phone. It was like a flip phone, but I don't know if the pictures were so shitty. At that time, that you just didn't even think about taking pictures of anything. Or there were, really. like, 25 cents a picture. Yeah. yeah right <laughs> you had some type of plan, yeah. You can watch someone do it, and it's just, it, you just think right away, no, that's an art. <laughs> right. That's a- so
0: would you say that's uh we got really a big, your first dose of, like, finding your own style then?
2: Yeah, I was definitely in Graffiti Man is when I found my first, like, Style, and yeah. I say my first style because yeah, sure. in twenty years of this plus it, it, it evolves. Yeah, you gotta you, grow. If you right? don't evolve with it, you're gonna die off. Man. Yeah, and, man, for sure. You know, ten years ago, had you told me you're gonna be doing dot work and geometric work for tattooing, I would have told you to fuck off. Right, like, I'm just not. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Now here I am. Yeah, doing it's dot crazy. Work and,
0: um, we've talked to a couple different artists from the valley, uh, and it's always a crazy point the conversation we reflect on where where tattoos used to be you know even from like when dave came up here and started this shop to where they are now it's like man it's drastically different than it was oh yeah
2: the the uh the tools of the trade have evolved a load within like the last five years yeah and they keep progressing as the time keeps going a lot of the stuff is now like cordless yeah right wireless uh, just battery packs right and these batteries last you eight to 11 hours so Damn. you can have a whole day session with that one tattoo machine you know it's um, cool to
0: see it's cool to see the growth within the industry along with the acceptance of not only the art form but uh, just the commonality of uh, you know like uh, well tattoos in the workplace was obviously a big thing. And now, um, you know, I see so many quote-unquote professionals. Uh, Soccer moms. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, um, oh, yeah. And, and, and it's cool. It's cool that I went from being for bikers and thing. dirt balls and, like, oh, yeah. Back in criminals the day, only. It was, you know. Sailors and criminals. Man. Right <laughs>
2: now, I mean, like I said earlier, soccer moms and yeah. even their great grandmothers are coming in and getting tattoos with them. <laughs> That's awesome. And it's I mean, cool. So the, I mean, the security of tattooing has always been around. Yeah. But with the advancements of like the tattoo shows that are out, oh yeah. not watch them. But having the outside perspectives look on what we do yeah it opens up their mind to what can be done yeah and it's like, cool it's, it's not cool just to see for, that because
0: yeah um because it legitimizes it as an art form you know it does and i think that's uh it's a really it's important and i think it's cool because you know i'm friends with so many art uh tattoo artists and like uh obviously a fan of them myself so it's it's cool to just see that growth in that uh outreach into new new uh people in the community that maybe normally wouldn't
2: right yeah and i mean there's a lot of collaboration too throughout like the art communities like um photographers and tattooers yeah hand in hand um a lot of guys that do uh sign painting will come in and offer their skills oh very cool More so, like teach us how to hand paint, not just make us the sign. Yeah, right. Which is like a lost art form, almost in itself, is hand sign, like the hand painting signs. Yeah, sure.
0: It's hard. That's cool. Um, to see as the industry grows, uh, to see classic styles and things like that kind of resurface or you know come back into play and continue being relevant, and it's kind of you know. Not only is it, like, a nod of the hat out of appreciation for it, but but uh, it's cool to see it, like I said, become relevant and and a part of something new and fresh again.
2: It's just, it's stood the test of time. Is yeah. the way, I like, to talk about, like, traditional art and, like, the stuff that we have up here on the walls, like the Sailor Jerry style yeah. and, like, the mermaids and sharks and stuff. Those things have been getting tattooed since early t- 1900s yeah and right. still getting tattooed today in the yeah, same color classics yeah, yeah yeah they just hold up well over time but then you have guys doing like masterful like oil painting tattoos right and they'll knock out a whole torso in like three days and or some like, of like the 3d ones yeah like, man like it's,
0: just, it's cool to see yeah. um to see these other artists like taking it and pushing it further you know
2: it's crazy dude Some, sometimes it's like should i keep doing this <laughs> yeah right <I> bet. It's <laughs> like, I he's, bet. he's doing it way better than i am <laughs> yeah, like i'll dude. show dave dude and dave will be <clears throat> like fuck that guy <laughs> like, so like, there's not a day like if i don't go onto my instagram or my facebook and don't have inspiration after being on there from like one at least one tattooer. Yeah, I'm doing it wrong. Yeah, you know I should be doing something else. That's
0: a good way to look at it. You know, yeah, um, yeah I, it can definitely be easy for people to be like, like you know, like you were joking about being disheartened by it, but like uh, being gassed up by it is cool because yeah. yeah, that's you know that's uh, as an artist I feel like you need that challenge that push. You do. It's important for sure.
2: And that's what? in that's in every kind of art aspect too. Yeah, you kind music, of need that Comedy, even like yeah,
0: yeah, we definitely watching. see a lot of those parallels with people we talk to.
2: Well,
1: that's like even like with the battle of the bands and stuff. That's always like the competition that was there, kind of drove bands to push to be better. You know, and I think that uh, I always got a kick out of like with comedy too. Like, whenever I see one of the guys. Um, i regularly do shows with do do a good show i'm very thankful for them but i'm also driven to be like all right i gotta i gotta do a better one now you know i don't know why it's just like uh one of those things and we have a crew that pushes each other big time
0: and i think that's important uh anytime you do any kind of art form yeah um to to continue to grow you know like like adrian was saying like it can get stagnant if you don't if you don't try to continue to de- get that out of it.
1: Yeah. And, like, I can see in a tattoo shop, especially, like, look going over and looking at one of your cohorts, like, artwork and being yeah. like, oh, nice, you know. Like, and then realizing you have a client coming in an hour and you're getting all like, nerded out on, like, what you have coming yeah. up, up too. It's it's such a cool mentality. You can really see that every tattoo artist I've ever met loves their job. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, every, and everybody that we've had on, I mean, we talked to George, we talked to Greg at Big Guns, um Mercy, yeah. And everybody, uh, every one of them has just been thrilled to be fortunate enough to be doing uh, that kind of creation uh, yeah, man. F- to make a living, you know.
2: To be able to create my own art. And have somebody wear it with pride yeah. for the rest of their life just, yeah. like, speaks volumes, like, in my own head. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you trusted me enough to install that into your body permanently, and now you're out there showing everybody that you have this and where to go get it. Yeah. You know? And, and, and it's, that it's, uh, that alone is very humbling.
0: It's cool to hear that from your side of it, you know, um, that you appreciate that yeah. as well, you know? uh it's yeah i think well i don't know what my, i was gonna i had like three three points in my head pop up after that and i was like eh, eh. so i, I, I shit the bed there sorry no and i, I for, but, for but me it, it is an interesting take to hear that from you
1: yeah and for <laughs> me like it is like i i i have a goal of trying to get art from every like not every but like a lot of the artists that are in the area because we have so many yep and so many good ones and as, as I go along, I just keep finding myself like wanting to get more from the person I just got one from, too. And it's like, wow, well, how much you know, trying to get uh move along with that is uh, is interesting because you do you get you find yourself I don't want not not stagnant but just very comfortable with yep. the person that you just spent however long you do a whole day session with someone, you you bond, you know, and then over over pain, pleasure, all, yeah. all sorts of things.
2: Well, I've I've always brought it up, that tattooing is, like, a very intimate experience. Yeah. It's between you and artist, and with the touching of body, like, body to body. Yeah. That's a transfer of energy. Sure, yeah. yeah. So, like, if you're being an artist, tattooing somebody, and you're having a shitty day, well, that's going to reflect on that client. Yeah. And they're going to not want to probably return to you. So, I just try to make the most of it for everybody. Yeah.
1: For you and for them, and that, yeah. that's that's cool, man. It definitely, uh, I'm sure it's it's gotta be hard. Like some days when you just come in and you're like, not feeling a hundred percent, and just like, oh, all right, here we go, time to time to put on the face. But it doesn't seem like it's so much like that though. Well, no, it, just it seems like it's it's just a, you guys love your jobs that much. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's there's never really too many days where like, if you're having a day like that coming into your job actually helps adjust. Away from that. That's mentality.
0: what I was going to say. A couple of guys we've talked to in the past have said that, like, <coughs> you know, they're having a shitty day and they come in and, and get into a really cool first tattoo. Yeah, and it can completely change the whole tone of their day. You know, you experience that. Yep. Ex- yeah, before? I've had that yeah.
2: experience quite a few times. Just wake up, wrong side of the bed. Yeah, get ready for the day, kind of float on, walk into the shop, and you look at your schedule, and the first thing you have on there is like traditional skull and rose and you're like fuck <laughs> like, yeah dude it's gonna be a good day
0: yeah right yeah that's cool to um have that opportunity too. to uh, you know like you said that transfer of energy and just um i think that's another just another way to sh- see uh how this is legitimately an art you know right yeah. uh, having that having that um effect on yeah both parties you know
2: yeah i mean the the way you interact with that client is gonna speak volumes to the masses yeah you know they're gonna say go check out so and so he does really good work or do not go to this shop because everybody in that shop treated me like less than human
0: right yeah or they're like uh, clicky right you know like that's been that was common i think less common now um in the past, it was, definitely. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's that's awesome, and it's cool to hear uh, so many of the artists that we've talked to, uh, I guess, embrace that, you yep. know. Um, we've, again, uh, a few of the different artists we've talked to uh, have touched on, like, um, just the support of the different artists in yeah. the Valley with each other. Uh, you know, there's always, obviously, the potential for competition and 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 like things to get shitty but uh i mean knowing as many of them that i have i've seen mostly just really good support you know and like yeah people recommending different styles different artists for different styles exactly
2: man i have no problem referring like a client that comes in if they want a piece that i know i'm capable of but i know somebody that can do it a whole lot better and give it justice I'll send them right to them, no problem. I have no problem sending them to, like... Because they're friends. Yeah, you know, right. Other tattooers are my friends. And that's
0: legit, man, because that's... Uh, when you're collecting art, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want somebody that can draw you, uh, you know, uh starry night. There's just a couple swirls and stick figures. Right, yeah, that, exactly.
2: Know? But to somebody else, that starry night could be, like, a portrait. To and it, a, you it know speaks know
0: I mean? to the... uh the humility of all of you guys as artists, mm-hmm. uh, and knowing, contributing knowing to the community. Limits. Well, and then contributing to the community, yeah. you, know, you know, the greater, the greater good, the benefit of everybody instead exactly. of yeah, instead well, of just you and your ego, you know.
1: Yeah, and like you say, it is something that's permanent. So you t- yeah. taking taking that and understanding, like, hey, as much as I would love to try to give this a crack, like what. Well, why don't you go to someone who is gonna make this and knock it out of the park? Is such a cool, such a cool concept. And you see it like even like, um, just in the beer interviews we did too. All these other like they know what they're like experts at, and they yeah. they help each other out with the yeah, right. Effect. Highlight your each other's strengths, and they highlight each other's strengths. And I see that so much in all a lot of the forms of art here in the in the valley. Yeah, and it's so cool to see. How that all translates. The more and more we interview people, the more we really realize, like, it doesn't matter the medium. Like, a lot of artists are very similar in the fact that they like that community. Yeah. They want to yep. feed into that community, and they all want to work together to for the greater good of what they're doing. And if you don't, then... you you might have to like look at yourself as a person like what, what You're why are you your own way yeah out, exactly you know, like
2: ostracize yourself out of the community in a yeah. way.
1: and there's people who do that yeah. you know what i mean and you see that in every artistic community where you have that guy that's all like acts like he's been like kicked out but it's like no i think you put yourself here bud yep. you know and it, you see it so much and like you, it's unfortunate but like that's the thing anytime you have stuff like that and people see those kind of communities they're they're going to want to be part of it, but they're not always going to be an active good part of it. Right. So that's why you have to be careful of this too. And it's so cool to see caring enough about that to, uh, to help bolster each other up, but to try to keep that a sacred thing, you know? Yeah.
0: And I think, I think this area has been um, wanting or looking for ways to be more progressive with, not just art but ideals and uh you know community all yeah. that uh and and so like we talked about it last time with with Chris you know um seeing that progression within the valley has been refreshing Yeah. you know cuz
1: for Growing so long up in, uh, the conservative you want that and you're
0: not getting it yeah. and now that we're adults and we're the ones putting things in place
2: yeah
0: it's cool and encouraging to see that growth uh, and and that Definitely. overall move move forward for sure.
2: 100 percent agree.
0: So um, I guess I'm kind of I'm curious. I don't know if there's a technical name for the, like the poke tattoos you were showing. It's like on?
2: stipple dot work.
0: Okay. How uh, how long, how long have you been doing that?
2: Uh, shit, man, about six years now, and it got to the point where like in the beginning I was laying it down dot per dot per dot per dot. Well, after, you know, being in the tattoo community and going to a few conventions and focusing on tattooers that focused on that style, they show you tips and tricks on yeah, how yeah. to make it work smarter, not harder. Yeah. So I pretty much have that style down, man. That's like, cool. What What got you into that? Um, I was focusing a lot on European artists. And just overseas I was not tired of what was happening around here. It's just not what I was really looking for yeah and around the time that I started noticing like the stipple work uh, something in my head was like that's gonna be really big in a couple of years yeah so I kind of tried to grab a you know uh, a foot in the door sure. before it flooded and uh i would offer it and at first people would be like i don't know what that is and it's like well do you trust me and they're yeah. like yeah and i'm like cool let me shade this out the way i envision it if you don't like it we can refit you know reshade it yeah sure and ever since man like everybody that i've introduced to that style of tattooing they're like this i don't want anything else yeah
0: dude it's such a unique uh look
2: yeah and it's it's pretty precise too like you there's little room for error at all if any um you have to be you know it's geometric work so everything has to be very very clean and then your fill-in has to be very consistent you know so your textures are there or uh, light sources and stuff like that, so very um, cool. Yeah, I just kind of fell upon the style, man. I don't really know how.
0: Um, are there many artists in the area that do that? Do uh, you know?
2: there's one or two that I know of. I'm kind of a hermit, like keep to myself. Yeah, yeah sure. I, I've seen people with a lot of it. Um, I know Greg from Big Guns does it, he's okay. pretty good at it. And uh, I think Mercy does it, too. Um, but there's not very many of us in the Valley that will do it for fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they'll do it, but they're, like... Yeah, right. it's biting. out of their comfort zone. Yeah, out of their comfort zone, for sure.
0: Yeah, it's it's really cool. Uh, one of the things, too, looking at your books that I noticed is um, how you use your use of color uh, in... Not just the stipple tattoos, but all of your work. Uh, the
2: traditional and stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah right. Yeah, there's always... traditional's
2: on point, man. Thanks, like, man.
1: Big time. Thank you. And you can tell, like, uh, yeah, I'm sure, like, because you've been doing this a while, and a lot of that was where, where you started out, doing, uh, like, your your flash tattoos. And, exactly. But, I mean, it's still at the end of the day. Like, it's such a, such a proud style of tattoo. Yep. It really is. And there's people that stick to... Like that American traditional. Mm-hmm. That's what they want for every tattoo, and I definitely there's a few of them I want, and like I, I I just I'm so infatuated with all the styles, you know, even like the new school stuff that, like like big eyes, all stuff like real yeah yeah different. yeah, and it it's cool to see um, how everybody takes some of this stuff and runs with it and makes it their own, you know.
2: That's the fun part is you can take somebody's style that you've been following or been kind of digging and take it and kind of run with it and make your own style out of it, but don't forget your influence, Yeah, Yeah, yeah. you know, because without them you wouldn't be where you're at. Yeah. Right. You know, so I don't know. It's it's cool
0: to see that that's kind of like a uh, unspoken, like a rule in, in the tattoo world, you know, um, definitely a lot of, uh, Shout-outs, appreciations to people before before them creating those styles, which, I mean, you get to a point in other aspects of art, but I feel like that, that respect kind of uh, fades out a little bit in other art forms, you know?
2: It does. Uh, with tattooing, there's a lot of, like, sacred bonds. Yeah. A lot of it's still, I mean... Even with me, some things are still secret. You know yeah. what I mean? It's you earn that yeah. right to know this knowledge. I mean, been doing this for twenty years. I've, I've know, I know enough, but I'll never stop learning, dude. Like, yeah, hell yeah. You know, and that's the great part about this industry is as long as you're surrounded by like-minded people, you're gonna progress. Yeah, gonna right. Remain consistent. You're going to remain relevant. Yeah. You know, That's I think that's one of the cool things about being in the tattoo industry. Yeah,
0: hell yeah. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, and I'm just so
1: infatuated with, like, the different... Because at the end of the day, like, all of us were art kids at some point. You know what I mean? Like, they get into some of this stuff. And it's cool to see where people ran with that. And uh, like, did, did you ever pick up any other type of artistic things, like a guitar, and try jamming on it? Not or... musically inclined at yeah, all, yeah, dude. Because, again, it's it's funny to me because like my I came up from a family that you either picked up an instrument or you picked up uh, a pencil. A pencil, yeah. And and some did both, you know. And like I didn't get so much the pencil side of it, but um, I look at uh, like my dad, who I mean, the dude. Can draw hyper realistic colored pencil drawings that are like just blow me away, and he always did it with sports figures and stuff. Yeah. And when I like when I tr- even try to do that, I was so discouraged. Like I never really even did it. You know what I mean? I, I like immediately Here's was like, like, like I'm the never... Stick figure yeah, I never. Like, yeah, I'm like, yep. Okay, so here
2: we are. It's all just repetition, yep. too, though, yeah. I'm sure if you had continued, continued, with it. and yeah, yeah,
1: yep.
0: I, I right, I, just like learning the guitar, guitar, and I, that's know? what
1: I did. I drove, I, I drove it at my musical talents. Is what I. I took that drive and put it towards and it's so cool to see like you look at it like you say like anything like you repetition practice you can figure a lot of this stuff out like that was i think mercy had said that like anybody can tattoo like you just gotta you know what i mean like it's well
0: it's it's a matter of if you want to right yeah exactly once you start doing it and you then you figure out if it's your passion or not yeah
1: and that that happens i mean like anybody can play guitar anybody can anybody can get up and tell a couple jokes but are they going to be great at it? You know right. what I mean, and that—that's where you see certain people. I think they—they they naturally are geared towards, like they're pushed towards certain things in their lives, and that's because of that—that that drive that they feel and what what's motivated them and uh, what's really influenced them, growing up and stuff. And having that an influence of graffiti growing okay. up, I can see where that would definitely be just a natural path. that tattoos would be
2: the next thing to go, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Having the graffiti aspect—it's kind of weird. Growing up where we grew up in uh, Pueblo, I was in the ghetto, and me and my circle of friends were the skaters. So we had to fight our way out of the neighborhood, and then fight our way back into the neighborhood. (laughs) Yeah. Because there was no acceptance of us. Like if you're not banging, you're not accepted into. Damn. Yeah. You know. So we would just stay all out hours of the night, man, painting rooftops, painting train carts, whatever we could. Yeah. Like I said, with that, you know, four in the morning, you're 16 years old, a cop's going to start looking at you when he sees you out in public <laughs> yeah, at yeah, four in the yeah. morning. We right yeah, You got that backpack. Yeah.
1: No, and that's, uh, I definitely, I found myself uh, with that crowd, it would have been more after high school. Is when uh, when I started following. Uh, there was a skateboarder crowd that, that that I grew up with. Kind of Lon Lon was yeah. one of them, our friend, and uh, it, it was just so cool to to dive into that and seeing them thinking, "Oh, these guys are," like I didn't ever picture them being so artistically talented. Yeah, honestly, just based off of the people they were, I'm like, oh, <laughs> they just they just go and they steal shit from fucking Walmart all the time, and <laughs> you know that's all I thought, like really, and, and like but all of a sudden going and actually seeing this other side really opened it up and made me want to be part of it and what yeah. got me into that whole graffiti aspect of it was just, it was so like, Oh, look at this, you've taken you've taken that angst you have and like It's
2: like almost an an adrenaline chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is it's an adrenaline yeah. chase
1: when you're doing it. Like it feels that whole feeling of okay, what I'm doing, this is wrong. But it's so right. But yeah. I'm getting away with yeah. it right now. Yeah, yep. yeah.
0: And that's what's cool to see that that's where it starts and then yeah and then to see how it trans transforms into an that's art a, form you is. know well, yeah yeah well right. it's
1: a more mature thing now like you know and at, at one point people made a, looked at tattoos a lot differently and like you said earlier in this episode um how people look differently at tattoos now in the workplace everywhere it's so like you watch that soccer mom go and grab the the cooler out of the back everything and Shirt creeps up and you see the tramp stamp. You know what I mean? Like it's more, right. it's common. Like not it, it's, just soccer like moms. Shout common. out to Ethan. Like <laughs> <laughs> He's got a tramp He's stamp the, of a dolphin. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> was it from a? Was it uh, what? Something he wanted? Or? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it was looks like
0: the the chick they used to design those folders. Yeah. <laughs> like Lisa, Frank. Lisa yeah, Frank. Yeah. 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 Lisa that's Frank.
1: Frank. Is, yeah. Those. <laughs> those, that's, those Those old Lisa Frank things. I'm going to ask him to see that next time I see him. Yeah, for sure. Definitely do it. (laughs) Like,
2: I heard you got a dope tattoo.
1: (laughs) So uh, who who really did you draw a lot of influence from in the tattooing world when you first got into it as to now? Like, what's changed with that?
2: Uh, When I first got into the tattooing industry, I was following a lot of Graffiti artist that turned tattooer. Yeah. Um, and one that was from New Mexico, pretty much local to the Southwest. His name is Mike Giant. And his style is just like super traditional, yeah. clean, bold. Like you see it, you know exactly what it is. There's no second guessing. Yeah. Um, and from there, it kind of progressed into like another graffiti artist. His name is uh, Crayola. Um, he's from California. Phenomenal. Like, oil painter now. He yeah. doesn't do tattoos. He tried to do tattooing once, failed miserably. <laughs> um, but you give him paintbrushes, and he'll make that canvas sing. That's he, awesome. Yeah, he's phenomenal. I have to um, check that out. That sounds cool. That's Greg it. Simpkins. Yeah, Okay. Crayola. C R A O L A. Okay. He's dope, dude. Nice. Hell yeah. He does, like,. Um, I'll do, like, a big strawberry with, like, two moths sitting on side of it with, like, a lamp behind it and, like, just all these crazy creatures. Wow. It's pretty cool, man. Yeah.
0: That sounds pretty sweet, man.
2: Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I kind of pick influence here and there. I mean, shit, there's guys that have been only tattooing two years that I'm like, dude, you influence me. Like, yeah. the way you work. Yep. Sinks to me for some reason.
0: That's cool. That's... Uh... Um, it's cool to hear that, you, notice, you know, going back to the, uh, having the humility, uh, as an artist to be able to appreciate other artists, whether they've been doing it for two years or, you know, 20. 20,
2: yeah. And that's the thing. I, I there's guys, like I said, two years into it. I'm like, how long have you been doing this? Yeah. And they're like two years. I'm like, shut up, dude. Like, yeah, you get it. Like there's people that get it and are just right out of the gate hitting heavy. Yeah. There's people like me that understand it, get it, and I'm still trying to get to that point, and then yeah. there's people that just will never understand and just home jam, you know what I mean? Yeah, Do right. basement tattoos and shit, and that's just not a responsible way to go about right. it. You're putting yourself plus whoever you're tattooing in danger, mm-hmm. you know, contaminants. That's
1: the first two tattoos I got were that way, and it, um... I mean, the dude. Is that was, how you like, got gangrene? Yeah, that was exactly how I got gangrene. Lost, <laughs> oh, lost my big toe. No, I'm just. Joking. Oh, it's like fuck. <laughs> yeah, this got real. For the
0: record, it was a rose that was, he got on his big toe yeah. in the kitchen.
1: <laughs> no more big toe. No, uh, <laughs> tips I, over. I lot. um, <laughs> I mean the guy. The guy did great. Like he actually, he, he you know, kept everything sterile. Did a good job. But uh, it's still, I remember as it was happening uh just feeling like dirty about the whole thing yeah like it just it was it was it was in his basement um there uh we partook in the first time i ever partook in uh in crack that was interesting that was uh something i never thought i would uh find myself doing that was like out in
0: oregon or oakland right where it's legal
1: no yeah, (laughs) yeah down there no but that that was that was definitely interesting Surprisingly,
0: yeah. uh getting a tattoo in a kitchen is not one of the dirtier, uh, one of the dirtier things I've done in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm pretty Touche. proud of that. Uh, Dave was my big uh my first big one. Yeah. Um and then he did he's actually done a few of my bigger ones. Uh and he did he saved this one for me, this dude down in Madison botched these letters on my arm. The square, the diamonds weren't even diamonds. And I was like, Dave, this hurts. He did something wrong, and it looks like shit. <laughs> and he was able to clean it up real nice for me. So big shout-out to Dave here. Uh, just also uh, want to take the second to acknowledge that the Body Shop is Appleton's longest-running independent-owned tattoo shop. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, They've it's been at it for a long time.
2: Yeah, definitely a shout-out to Dave Jacobs and Solid Cat, man. Yeah, awesome. yeah and i know uh
1: like my my ex had gotten tattoos from uh an artist i don't think that works here anymore but i just remember hearing about the body shop like you say like a long time ago it's always yeah. just been this entity that's been in the area Yeah. so it's cool it's really cool does he still
0: have uh bumper stickers that say fuck yeah it hurts yeah <laughs> no those are for
2: the old shop yeah, yeah, we used yeah. Uh, i actually had one of the last ones
0: oh yeah. Hell yeah! Dude. I always thought that was the shit. Yeah. Like, so, what? Uh, what tattoo spot do you have that hurt hurt the most? You think?
2: Fuck. Probably the tips of my toes. Oh damn. Hmm. And by my chin, by my lip. Okay. Like right here. Yeah. Everything we talked about. Yeah, that. yeah, for sure. Um, the ribs the the kidney
1: area. Yeah, Fuck. Everyone says that's like the worst. It's the worst, dude. Like right, right up in here.
2: Yeah, the kidney area. Yeah, that's it's pretty rough. Pretty um, much your whole side, then. Yeah, yeah, the I, I, yeah. I didn't learn. I have like twenty-eight hours on my left side. Like, damn. Yeah.
0: So it doesn't hurt as much as it
1: used to.
2: Uh, the further they go up, the less hurts. <coughs> Which is crazy, but like,
1: <coughs> armpits kills for me like the closer the armpit you get like the worse it was i'm getting I, i'm getting to that point where you're getting to the arm yeah, yeah. and so like i i when i was getting near, what i thought was like right in my armpit was actually <laughs> was actually further back on my arm and They're stuff like and i remember i just was like you gotta, you gotta be tattooing right on my armpit right now like it's not that and like just the way it felt it's so weird how your nerve endings uh
0: Take like that, yeah. Yeah, like uh, when I got my sternum done, there was like sections that hurt like s- super bad, like gnarly. Yeah. And then there were spots where I was like, "That feels really good." Yeah, <laughs> I enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And it's it's half an inch to a half to an different inch. It's like direction. that much room, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy how uh oh, how the body reacts like that. that I got a- letters on the inside of my biceps, and I think. Those ones stayed pretty tender for a while.
2: Yeah, inside of the bicep, definitely. Like down in here, mm-hmm. the back of my calf, and he was at the top point of the piece of work that he was doing. I was like, "Stop!" He's like, "Well," I was like, "Why are you tattooing the back of my knee?" He's like, "I'm not anywhere near the back of your <laughs> yeah. knee." Yeah, <laughs> and he was like six inches away from the back of my knee. Yeah, yeah was it, feels like, like it was right brain, there. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: That's what I was like with my armpit. I'm like, no, no, this was never in the armpit. Like, why are we doing my armpit? (laughs) No, it's funny how that stuff works out. Yeah.
0: Do you guys find, um, like, as you get older, tattoos hurt more?
2: For sure. Yeah, Yeah. isn't that weird? Yeah. Uh, As you age, your threshold seems to be a little more (laughs) not what it was. I was like, man, I'm losing it. Well, I got this Bondi... the Bondi the Bondi, numbing yeah. cream. yeah, the numbing cream, yeah, that stuff works wonders, man. The little tubes, yeah, that's what. Corey and it comes, when and it looks sketchy as yeah. shit.
1: It looks sketchy as shit when you get it in the mail. You're like, this is what is this? Why was I suggested to use this? <laughs> and little then like tubes, yeah, and then put it put it on, and like, oh my god, like seriously, for like four or five hours, you don't feel anything, nothing. Really? Yeah, it's I used it on my cool. my uh, my last. But see, uh, Part of it Buy for tattoos. me
0: is the emotional outlet of feeling all of it, you know? Yeah.
2: I kind of... You still feel... I agree with both sides of this. Yeah. I feel if you're getting tattooed, you should earn them. Yeah. But we've been doing it for so long that we've earned fucking numbing cream. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know what that's I mean? Like a little bit of a break, damn it. <laughs> we, we, we've earned it, dude. Well, maybe like, We've already that. gone through <laughs> hell. If these,
1: if these advances are
2: there and... I'm the to take them, <laughs> shit. Right, I suppose, right? Yeah. yeah it's... As
0: opposed to, like, back in the day when it was like, when you... yeah, like, here, bite down on this belt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, I bit through a belt. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> getting, getting my sternum done, Sorry, I bit I keep... through
2: a belt. Damn.
0: And Sorry that's... I keep barking into the microphone.
1: Oh, that's all right. You're good. Um, no, and that, that, that's really the change in a tattoo shot that's happened, though, is how, how it was, like, it used to be so much like this gritty, painful place almost it seemed yeah. like. And that, that image has changed, on a, you know what I mean? You don't really, you don't see that as much anymore. And I think that
2: because there is advancements, so many. Tattoo shops held like a certain, uh, held like There's a stigma. certain stigma yeah. to yep. them back in the day. Even like, I'd, I'd go as early as like, Late 90s Yeah And then that's when It started getting More accepted Into like the work field And Just society In general Right You know It was okay for that Mom to have well, her
0: Rose like, I mean t- Not too long ago, <coughs> Like not too long ago It was still illegal To have tattoos In, in Milwaukee right uh, Milwaukee
2: was one Of the last places To lift the ban That is crazy um, man. Back in the 40s Amund Dietzel Was a really well-known tattooer from this area um the story goes he gave one of the mayor the mayor down in Milwaukee gave his son a tattoo and it got an infection and yeah. he banned tattooing wow and that's how it and then it just got back legally in the 90s that's
0: crazy man yeah. wow
2: so
1: they, yeah. they went that long just yeah. because yeah. it was all underground yeah it was, yeah well, and that's—I mean—it's so cool to see, like even how well—that's the way tattoo shops used to be more too, where they were—they were a little more underground. Like you, you look back and uh, probably, like, the, wartime I think helped kind of bring some of those tattoos to light. Yep. Yeah, I think World War Two was really where it started. You saw. Them, Like, oh, it's okay for these guys to get tattoos and stuff. And that, like, it almost shows masculinity. Well, I think that's where
0: you kind of see the parallel of the counterculture between tattoos and and motorcycle
2: clubs. Yeah, that too. uh, Lining up, coming out of of the military. Yeah, out of the military. That was more, uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of uh, motorcycle clubs were based out of, like, military yeah. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you
0: see the hierarchy. And, I, I mean, even even riding the Harleys in World War II, they were riding them in World War II. <laughs> yeah, yep.
1: Know? Harley won that over uh, Indian. That was because they souped up their engine a little bit more. Yeah. They, um, the, the specs that they came out with, Harley bumped up the motor. And uh, so, obviously, they, they, yeah, we want the uh-huh. one with the, the better motor, <laughs> you know. So. Can you imagine if it was all Hondas? Yeah, right. <laughs> World War II. Oh man. I don't think, I, I don't think Honda had quite gotten their, their uh the old uh blockhead. No that was just before the blockhead uh engine. Because they had bought in Harley's old old uh um engine style and that's right before they came up with the blockhead. And I figured like that that whole you yeah. know what I mean, like style <coughs> or the knucklehead, isn't it called? Yeah. Knucklehead. Knucklehead.
0: Yeah um what else? You guys got any I mean anything any other questions?
1: Uh what what is one of your most memorable tattooing moments?
2: Tattooing my dad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's he, cool. Uh,
2: he gave me his last tattoo that he ever did and I gave him my first tattoo that I ever did. Dude, that's fucking So cool. it that's was cool like story. literally him handing the torch down to me. Okay. It was pretty sentimental, man. So that was
1: something that your, your dad tattooed? Uh... My dad's
2: gone now. He's been gone since 18. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but he tattooed when I was young. Okay. And then uh, his hands went south on him. Yeah. And uh, before they fully went south on him, I had him do a little tattoo for me, and then he had me doing for him. That's cool. That's nice. really cool. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people are like, so your dad tattooed? I'm like, yeah, so do I. So does my brother. So does my best friend. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah. Like, I just just grew up in that. Just grew up in there. Yeah, and that was like, why it was. Yeah, product of our environment. You that's know? cool, man. Yeah. Um,
0: I think, in a sense, that's a fortunate way to grow up. You know, um, to find you sitting here doing what you love. You yeah, know? yeah. That's cool. Uh, so to counter that, what uh, do you would you have a memorable like nightmare experience?
2: Uh, yeah, um, this girl came in, I was fresh in the shop, like, on my own, at this no-name shop in Colorado Springs, and she was getting an iguana, or a, a chameleon, and I ended up outlining the chameleon, everything went out, she went outside smoked a cigarette, I did too, we came back in, started coloring in the green, wiped away, realized I was coloring outside of the chameleon oh, no. so i was like it'd be pretty cool if we put this on a leaf she's like yeah that would be pretty cool so i ended up putting it on a leaf and saving that green yeah turned my frown upside down yeah man. yeah yeah, yeah. But <laughs> like I, I can just imagine like hitting
1: that like as soon as you realize like oh no yeah like, <laughs> yeah it was, it was more like than oh no damage yeah. control mode like like you say da- like right away you're like oh, that's quick-witted to think about the leaf right away. Then though, had to you in ha- yeah.
2: kind of in our industry, you almost have to because I mean, if something happens, you yeah, have yeah. to figure adapt it out, adapt it, like, overcome. Yeah, right? Yeah.
0: So, have you ever uh, spelled the word wrong? yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't my fault. It was theirs, and it's always their kids' names, and they always come back a day or two. And I always hear, we fucked up. And I'm like, you got a mouse in your pocket? (laughs) Like, there's no we, it's you. Like, I spelled exactly what you wrote down. Oh, man. I actually just threw away a piece of paper that was here with some names that were not (laughs) traditional names. And I'm like, I wouldn't have known how to spell these. Yeah, right, right. Without you telling me how. (laughs) Well, I can just imagine
1: uh, that being so difficult. Like when when a person realizes, like, oh shit! Like looking down at your own, like, t- to realize that oh, I messed up, man. I oops, I spelled something wrong, you know. And yeah, like, a lot I of be,
0: people I have to think would be too proud to admit that they admit. fucked up. Yeah. Right? There's some. There's some. Yeah, well, I, I believe that. They're the, coming here trying to trying to blame you for that shit, mm-hmm. right? And then you gotta like calmly like be like, it's okay. We all fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yours no. is just permanent on your skin <laughs> No regrets, right? No, no regrets, no regrets.
1: <laughs> So, um Is there anything that you would want to say To an aspiring uh, artist out there Looking to get into the field Of tattooing Just
2: don't be intimidated By walking into a shop Realize that it's not the only shop Around if you get turned away yeah. Um repetition and practice man that's the biggest thing because again what you're doing has to be perfect on these people's skin so i would just say that um if you're gonna go through the rock star stage do it fucking early yeah. you know <laughs> just get that out of the way so you can focus on your career and progression and that's find, really find yourself you know what i mean like really find yourself and find the person that you aspire to be yeah, and that will kind of follow through with like your art style, and it'll bring you to where you want to be in the industry. Yeah. Um. Other than that, I mean, just hard work, dude. Yeah. It's yeah, all it like really you is. You know, hard work times. pays off.
0: You gotta earn it, right? Yeah, you gotta earn them, especially you know? in this industry. Yeah. Um. I think early, like early on, you know, you saw that. If you want to apprentice, you gotta earn it, man. He's and then scared. once you're the apprentice, then you definitely gotta earn it, you know. Yeah,
1: apprenticeships. are a lot, a lot of like. I went through an apprenticeship mm-hmm. um, to become a millwright. Yeah. And a lot of the old guys um, that I had to work underneath uh, made it very clear that I was doing the bitch work, man. Like that, <laughs> and, and I, I'm not gonna complain about it. I'm gonna do it, and like, and I, I did, you know. And I look at some of these newer uh, guys we have on the crew now. And they'll start complaining about some of the stuff they got to go through. I'm like, you realize how easy we are on you guys? Like, I had to be with all these old fuckers that, like, they ran me through the ringer. Like, I, I I remember the one time I ran up and down, like, flights of stairs, <laughs> grabbing tools. And by, like, the fifth time I'm doing and And they're telling you to grab tools down, that don't yeah, even exist. Yeah, yeah, like, they're giggling <laughs> their ass off at me. And I'm like, oh. But, like, I think like,
0: in the moment it's hard to see. No. But I think anytime I've ever experienced that, uh. On the back end, it brings a level of integrity to to your personal growth yep. and what you're doing. Yeah.
2: So one good example, uh, when I was apprenticing, the owner of the shop came up to me with a five-gallon bucket. We were downtown um, in the city that I was in. It's pretty trafficked area, pretty highly trafficked area. He's like, go outside and pick out, pick up every single cigarette butt with your left hand. If I see you use your right hand, I'm dumping them out and you have to start all over. <laughs> Fuck. So I literally, because he was watching me, yeah. used my left hand, left hand, left hand, went in two hours later after cleaning up the whole block. He's like, do you know why I had you do that? I'm like, no. He's like, I was teaching you dirty hand, clean hand. So when you're in the tattooing, back in the area of tattooing, you have your contaminated hand and you have your hand that you can grab things with. Yeah. So it's hard lessons learned. That makes sense. That's but it was cool. a lesson that I've learned,
1: like after that. Well, and that's a big lesson because I've heard yeah. a few of the tattoo artists we've had on say that, like the whole dirty hand, clean hand thing. Well,
0: yeah. and I have like a parallel with the, uh, with like being in food, you know, like yeah. doing prep. I mean, you gotta have a dry and a and wet, you know, if you're doing batters and stuff like that. Otherwise, you just start cross-contaminating shit, yeah. you know. Yeah. No, that's interesting. That's. uh... It's like a Mr. Miyagi moment. Yeah, right that's what it, was, it's what it seemed like, man. <laughs> that's Cholo cool. Mr. Though. Miyagi, fucking go pick the He can tell you the same thing, but
1: it's not going to stick the same. Yeah, you right. remember that because of the experience you went through. Yep. Two hours of picking picking up cigarette butts with your left hand. You're not going to forget that. Yep. Right. <laughs> you know, and it's you know, every time you got to deal with your left hand being the you know dirty hand, whatever. That's um. Yeah, you're gonna remember that. Yeah, so that's yeah.
2: cool. That's and I've uh, transferred that to tattooing when I'm working. I I am left handed. Yeah. That's my dirty hand. My right hand I try to remain clean so I can grab what I need during yeah, the process. Efficient, it's
0: efficient work, right? Yeah, that's cool. That's a, interesting to hear that. Um, so you also you're not just here at the body shop, you also
2: So um, starting last summer on the weekends, I was at, uh, Alpha Red Tattoo in the Dells. Okay. And, uh, starting this year, I'm going to go back at the end of this week and I'll be working the weekends there for the foreseeable future. I don't know when I'm going to stop with that, but being down there, man, that place definitely puts you on your a-game yeah yeah it's tourist trap
0: yeah for sure yeah especially coming into the warmer warmer seasons it's gonna kick up and definitely keep you on your toes but that'll be cool that'll be cool to have the the difference in the two atmospheres and work locations big difference Um, yeah that's uh very cool so definitely two spots you can check uh check out adrian's work do you have Social media stuff. Yeah, like so that.
2: I have uh, my art page is the art of Adrian Valdez on Facebook, and then my Instagram is I Rock Tattoos, I R O K Tattoos. Um, I really don't do much with my Instagram. You're gonna see more of my puppy than my fucking yeah, tattoos. Yeah. We love dogs too. So yeah, it's same. So um, yeah, I usually tell people get a hold of me on Facebook okay. or come into the shop. You know we're located downtown Appleton, five twenty three West Wisconsin Avenue, um, and we're here. We're open up six days a week. The only day we're shut so shut down is seven or a Sunday, and we'll even come in on Sundays by appointment. Oh, yeah! So,
1: cool. You got anything else? Um, nothing I can really think of. I was gonna say we're sitting pretty good at a time. So, anything
0: you want to talk about? I'm good, man. Man, I really appreciate you doing this with us. Yeah, thanks us. for
2: having yeah. me. I know we've been talking about this. Yeah, I
0: know. Uh, and I've been telling Ross, like, man, we got to get him on. I'm super stoked. Like, yeah. It's, it's, always, it's always fun for me when I can sit down with a friend and have a conversation
2: like this. Right, and yeah. then kind of get to know just a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, right. a little bit more. Yeah. A lot,
1: lot more, you know, honestly. Yeah. And uh, Tommy and I have known each other forever, but even as we do this, like, right. each episode I learned something new about him. Right on. That's awesome. But, like. Except this one. I didn't really learn anything new. Nothing? Nothing. <laughs> I'm just... He can't <laughs>
2: handle his beer? He can't.
0: <laughs> I can't handle my bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, th-
1: thank you very much, listeners, for tuning in. This has been No Such Thing as Art. We love you. Later. Keep listening. Bye. Please. Bye. All
0: right. You want to do the song or
1: what? Bada bada. No such thing, no such as, thing, art. thing no as art. Thing is art. No, no, no. no such thing as art, art as